to Ep 4 here. I'm Patrick Pumba Hellman, and right beside me is Robbie Timon Simpson. Pumba's the cool one. I don't know, but I was like, I don't want him to be the fat one. Well, I mean... <laughs> I have put on some help. It's Mr. Steely Hill Girl. Just kidding. It's just Jeeves. Jeeves. Thanks In- for making it, buddy. Interrupting me again. What a guy. Classic. Will Lebron be able to activate playoff mode? Will it be enough? Well, you know, he did say he it is activated, and they did win that first game. Uh, then they lost to the Pelicans, and they lost to the Grizz. So I don't see how this is really going well for them. Uh, you know, LeBron has been playing well. He got a triple-double in the last game. But they are behind the Sacramento Kings, and those Kings are pushing for a playoff spot this year. So I'm thinking that unless they get uh, the best bio candidate ever in DeAndre Jordan and somehow have three centers there, um, which, you know, I think if DeAndre Jordan's there, kind of renders Tyson Chandler ineffective unless they put him at the four, but you kind of need a stretch guy there. Um, I honestly see the Lakers missing the playoffs this year. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty ugly. LeBron, since activating playoff mode, has been playing super well. Yeah, initiated. He's leading the team in assists, blocks, rebounds, and points. Like, yeah. There's not much more he can do, but you can tell he's hurt. He's been clocked running the exact same speed. It's like 3.62, whatever. Um, but it's the identical speed to Dirk. And Yikes. nobody wants to run we saw him as fast game. as Dirk. Yeah, exactly. So are they making the playoffs? I really don't think so. Right now, they're sitting in the 11th spot, and they're tied with the Wolves at 29-31. and 31. They're three games back from a playoff spot, and they have to beat out the number 8 Spurs, the 9 Kings, and the number 10 Wolves. So, statistically, they actually have a 6% chance of getting the number 1 overall pick, and only a 3% chance of making the postseason altogether. And, like, even if they add DeAndre Jordan, you already named it. Like, they're going to have three centers, JaVale McGee, Tyson Chandler, and then DJ. And, like, how many centers does a team need? That's right. Exactly. And, you know... Demar was back in the six, but left in his feelings. Thoughts. Yeah, Demar was back in the six. Um, he showed up, video tribute, totally earned it, standing ovation. Everybody loved Demar. Nobody hates Demar. I mean, everybody from the six is all about him. He he didn't ask to get moved. He just ended up getting moved. And yeah. everyone loves Kawhi, so I don't want yeah. them to think like he had to choose one or the other. Um, it was well deserved. He put up 23 points, but they were down one in crunch time. He grabs the ball inbound, and Lowry picks DeMar's pocket and seeds the ball to Kawhi, who drives home with the W, and it was just perfect. It was honestly exactly what Raptors fans wanted. Obviously, they can't give up that game, and it was best-case scenario. And when he was asked about it after the game, he said, obviously, his best friend, Kyle, he said, Kyle's fat ass knows how to guard me, obviously. So, I mean. <laughs> he's, he's the real uh, Pumbaa of the friendship group there. Uh, you know what, Jeeves? You interrupt me one more time, pal. Things are going to get... We're going to throw fisticuffs, because this ain't cool. Anyways, back to the to the story at hand. Uh, DeMar's return in Toronto, you know, he deserved that, that standing ovation. He's a total points leader for raps in history. You know, he wanted to be there before him. Really, no one ever wanted to stay in Toronto. Uh, it was kind of fitting that he had the ball... Seconds ticking and it gets stolen and Kawhi takes it and jams it home. Uh, just kind of picture perfect ending to a really great game. Yeah, no, it was a wiki game and that's exactly what Raptors fans 
wanted and needed and they're kind of getting a little sloppy yeah. going towards the postseason, so they kind of need to rally these wins here. Am I reading this correctly? Knicks win. Yeah, I was surprised too, Jeeves. Knicks win. I thought they would be in a full tank mode to try to get Zion. That number one pick hasn't been as coveted since 2003, where people knew you were grabbing LeBron James. Uh, you know, on last last episode, we talked about Dark Wet too, but we know that story already. Um, you know, the Spurs, that's a that's a pretty good team. They just let one slip past them. Uh, follow Possession or a podcast because we posted a little video of them scoring on themselves during that game. That's right. You know? Fizdale just loving it. And just loving it. I think that was our <laughs> next post is... Hey, Knicks win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Fizdale watches. I, who was it? They shot a three ball. It was somebody on the Spurs. They shot a three. There's not a spur in sight. Two guys go up to rebound it, and one of them knocks it in. Yeah. And, like, are you kidding me? Like, that point right there is just driving home Zion. But, yeah, back to, back to the topic here. I mean, the Knicks won for the first time at Madison Square Garden since December 1st. Wow. Um, they snapped an 18-game home losing streak. And Samuel L. Jackson even shout out Spike Lee at the Oscars Which that night. Which was sick. It was sick. And then Spike Lee ended up winning an Oscar. So like it was, it was a big day for the Big Apple. In the game, though, Damian Dotson, who nobody knows, um, he dropped 27 points. And then Fizdale compared him to Clay Thompson off the dribble. Man, he's... He, I wouldn't really say that, but guy's got a shot. He's Clay Thompson? Sick. No, I, and that's Fizdale, why... Fizdale, like... I wouldn't... Yeah, he's boosted him way too much. Clay's but, hit more threes in a game, I bet, than the Knicks have wins all season. Guaranteed. And then, I mean, they had a whole bunch of other guys step up too. Knox, DSJ, and Moutier all chipped in for 19. And some guy by the name of Mitchell Robinson, who decided to play basketball the last week and a half. He's a big boy. He's huge. He's 7-1, scored 15 points, had 14 blocks, or 14 rebounds, 5 blocks. But he did have a game with 9 blocks. Right now, he's averaging 2.2 blocks per game and only on limited minutes. He's only averaging 18 minutes a game. And he's only behind two guys for blocks per game. And those guys are Miles Turner and Anthony Davis. Those are some big boys. Yeah. And those guys play like 35 minutes a oh, game. Yeah. They, they drafted this guy to be that low-down defender. Totally. And when he was asked after, like, hey, if you were playing regular minutes, how many blocks do you think you could average? His answer was six. And it was like a firm six, too. Like, I, I believe it. I believe it, too. He's so athletic. Half of his points that he scored in that game were off of alley-oops. <laughs> like, it was so cool. And it was against the Spurs the day after the Spurs had that emotional loss to the Raps. So I have a feeling that may have played into it because nobody should really be losing to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But That's true. DeMar. Mr. Carl Anthony got messed up on the highway. Oh, Chihuahua. <laughs> oh, Chihuahua. Uh, Band-Aids galore. Yeah, uh, well, you know, Jeeves, I just read about this not too long ago, I think just this morning, where Carl Anthony Towns was saying that he was lucky to be alive. Um... Just it's just crazy that he got into such a big accident and then he comes back the next the couple, next game and just drops that thirty five and twenty one. Yeah, that's a big game. Big game, like life flash before his eyes. Guys puts up the best game of his career. So good for him. I mean, obviously it's no laughing matter. The guy got rear-ended on his way to the airport by a semi-truck. Oh, like, damn. That's, that's you know. Damn. He, he's a big guy, but that's a big truck. Shout out semi-trucks. Shout out, shout out to the semi-trucks. Shout out to the full trucks. <laughs> he was medically diagnosed with a concussion, but self-diagnosed with a 5% chance of living, a 2% oh. chance of being seriously injured, and a 1% chance of dying. Like, 
he just made up his own advanced analytics. Like, he is the Houston Rockets. I just love that it says uh, 5% chance to live, but 1% chance of dying. Yeah, I know. Like, he's a freaking weirdo. Um, and then listening to him talk about that was really, like, listening to Flat Earth Kyrie. Like, oh, God. Kyrie thinks the world is flat. And, like, not anymore. Kidding? Not anymore. Not well, anymore. I mean, come on. And Who's he fooling? Do you think this had anything to do with the Jaw Rule curse? Whoa. Actually, though, like, for those who don't know, he was in Milwaukee, 90s retro night thing. He had, like, this halftime baby concert. It was awful. Got booed. Nobody cared. Giannis didn't care. Definitely didn't care. Shooting threes during his during his set. And then he went on Twitter and ranted about it, being like, you know what? I'm putting a curse on you guys. You're not going to win the shit for 25 years. And Carl Anthony Towns is leaving. Carl Anthony Towns might not be able to go to the airport to get... Out of Minnesota. <laughs> home games only. Yeah, he'll just play home games. So, it'll be interesting. The Houston Rockets were blasting off again against the Warriors. Houston, we don't have a problem. Houston does not have a problem against the Warriors. They really don't. This was without James Harden, too, who had to sit out for his neck. But in his absence, CP3 went to town. 23 points, 17 dimes. 17 dimes. That is... Almost a full, like, that's 170 cents. Like, <laughs> you can buy a lot of things for a buck 70. That's, I don't know, that's a lot of chump change. Skip the dish, that's your tip. You know what I mean? Like, KD, Steph, and Clay all scored 20 plus for the Warriors, but it wasn't enough. And the Rockets have won all three meetings against Golden State this season. So, come playoff time. That's pretty big. Don't have to be scared of them. You know, and a real. Real underdog that I I'm super happy this guy's kind of reinvigorating his career is the the manimal Kenneth Fareed Kenneth Fareed he is huge went for twenty points ten rebounds uh, seven for seventeen from the field and even went two for four from three remember when he was on Team USA yeah he was supposed to be the man even on Denver they were he was just cleaning up everything and they were just loving this guy and then all of a sudden. He's at the end of the bench. He was awful. Just doing nothing. And another, I, like, obviously CP3 went off, but another guy that really helped was, you know, that sixth man true, Eric Gordon. He doesn't excite me. You, you know, 25 points in 34 minutes, that's pretty good. That's, you know, that's serviceable. Doesn't excite me. I miss Trevor Ariza. Yeah. The game took all night, but... The Thunder beat the Jazz 148 to 147 in double overtime. It was such a good game. Follow again Possession Error Podcast because we posted about this that Russell Westbrook and Paul George were the first team or first players this season to get 40 points each. Wasn't that right? I'm pretty sure. That was right, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> just wanted the affirmation there. Of course. Um, you know. Russ fouls out. All of a sudden, it's up to Paul George to win the game. Gets that beautiful floater over an outstretched, jumping Rudy Gobert, who, in my eyes, is probably the tallest Frenchman I've ever seen. To get they that, they are sh- your eyes. So, <laughs> and they aren't that good to to <laughs> tell you the truth. Um, just to get that shot off right over top and just to splash right down, just a thing of beauty. You're painting a real picture here. Donovan good artist. Mi- French, nice. <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell balled out 38 points, but 
Paul George iced the game in double OT with his 45th. That was such a pretty shot. I don't love it as much as you do, but I don't love Ben Gordon as much as you do. So, seems to be a theme here. Ben Gordon or Eric Gordon? I don't like Ben Gordon either. I love Ben Gordon for the Bulls. He just likes his hair. For the Bulls. No, he was awesome. Pass. Russell Westbrook, he went for 43, 15, and 8. Fouled out. Ended his triple-double streak. Ended at 11. Nobody can be mad at him. The guy's a freaking monster. Kyrie, what are you smoking, bud? Yeah, seriously, Kyrie. Like, what are you smoking, bud? I still don't see anybody beating us in seven games. His quote after losing to the low-life Bulls. I accept that. <laughs> the next day, he was asked, like, hey, like, what do you, like, what makes you so confident that you're not going to lose in seven games? His answer, because I'm here. I know. Yeah, okay, Kyrie. Like, the only team that hasn't beat you in a seven-game series was when LeBron won you a ring, and you didn't play. Time out, though. T. He did take the biggest shot in Cleveland Cavaliers history. He didn't play. But he hit the biggest shot ever. Cool. Anyways, Kyrie, yeah, don't be saying that. You lost by 10 points to the Bulls. To the Bulls. That's terrible. Otto Porter only played 14 minutes and had zero points. Chris Dunn, who everyone knows he's not really a shooter, four points. Zach Levine, which is really the one guy... Him and Laurie Markman are the guys you gotta stop. Call him a wild card. Zach Levine went off for 42 points. And Laurie went off for 35 and 15 rebounds. You're not gonna win when you let these guys go off. And you know Kyrie, 37 points and 10 assists? Not too bad. Not too bad. Everyone else on his on the starting lineup... Uh, was under 20 points. Al Horford 19, was the closest with 19. And then you have Jason Tatum at 12, Morris at 12, and then Marcus Smart at 6. Championship game that year for the Cavs? He looked really... Oh, wait, that was Matthew Dellavedova. Like... Shout out Deli. Shout out Deli. New Deli, old Deli, any Deli. Jeez. Jeez, what you got for us? 